mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Goes Without Saying. You're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. And this is a really fun episode, I think. We're talking about how we are sold a certain image of what romance or love is from pop culture. We're talking about all the classic tropes. We're kind of talking about Bridgerton, Twilight, those sorts of vibes. Um, Yeah, enjoy. Okay, here we go again. Bloody hell. Bloody hell, we're back. What a palaver already. I know. Well, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. I did just say, I did just make an Ollivander joke and say, it feels like just yesterday your mother and father were here buying their first ones. Yeah. But then we had to restart. But it does feel like two seconds ago we just sat down and we were on the break and we were recording for the first time. I know. It feels like that still, I think. It feels very fresh because I feel like this is the first one since being properly back yeah that now it feels like we're in a conversation with the listener agreed. do you know what i mean like we're now we're talking to you agreed it's weird because it's like now i've settled into like the new logo the new space everything and i mean it's feeling good it's definitely feeling overwhelming but good okay good good Thank you for everyone who was excited, just as excited as we were, if not more excited. No, not that's not possible. But everyone who was very excited about us being back, about the new look. Just thanks so much for being here, guys. I mean, it's mental. Yeah. I'm excited for this it combo as well. Like, I'm glad we're coming mm-hmm. in strong with just, like, some romance, some love, some sex. Let's just chat about it mm-hmm. all. I'm obsessed. We haven't had this conversation in a while. I don't think... Like, for as much as you would kind of think that like or just like the stereotype of like two young women doing a podcast you'd kind of think that like dating and romance and relationships would come up way more than it does but instead we just fixate on like insane things Mm. be your best self you can do it guys Um, i feel like this conversation kind of some I, I was gonna say as well quick disclaimer this is a podcast for funsies this is not an a-level essay and i yeah. feel like sometimes these topics or like these episodes for some reason like i think people think that we're gonna be smart. you can't well you can't cover like we cannot give you a comprehensive conclusion on a topic like this in an hour chat where we're going to be talking about we're talking about fucking olivander for god's sake like mm. come on guys yeah so I'm don't just be not into me looking for my like, references and all of this bullshit. I'm just trying to have a good time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if you want some essays on romance, there are some amazing books on it. Write a this blog. Is, okay, this Perez Hilton, go and write a blog. 
Don't though, because you're coming for me and my reviews. (laughs) You're horrific. (laughs) This is just for funsies. Um, But it is fun. I think having this conversation in a fun way, we can keep it light, keep it funky, keep it fresh. Oh, I mean. Rather than like doing the whole deep dive into like a really serious take, even though it's obviously really serious and complex and nuanced and really interesting and important conversation. We all know it by now, though, I feel. Like, but mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in to go into the fucking... Are you not just here for a chat? I'm, I'm in for it all. Like, if it goes down the route of, like, the heteronormative standards anger. and how we've coded jealousy <laughs> yeah. as romantic and anger problems are romantic in the way that teenage girls kind of want fucking Edward. I'm sure but we also, will go if we there. want to go down um, enemies to lovers and kind of Shrek and Princess Fiona, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> not where i thought you were gonna go yeah perfect (laughs) i'll go down either route any road any road we're driving down we're gonna have the best time perfect um so how actually are you then what's going on with you um well my period just isn't coming and i'm gutted about it it's been about a week plot twist plot twist it is we just will not come like last week i was like oh pregnancy trope (laughs) (laughs) shock pregnancy I don't know what it is, but it's just, I literally last week, I was like, I think I'm just like on the brink of my period. Like I feel just terrible. Mm. My boobs hurt. Like I'm just in that kind of awful phase, that Uh pre-period, pre-menstrual phase. Um, But I've been in it for about a week and a half now. And it's like, where is this? Where is this sucker? So I'm just kind of waiting (laughs) patiently for the little sucker to come out. It is kind of classic, (laughs) like woman goes to bed with a man and then rolls out of bed the next morning and is like being sick in the toilet. And she's like, I don't feel right. I'm pregnant. Or like my period's late. It's like, what, like half an hour late? Like when were you supposed to come on? (laughs) It's kind of Bella and Breaking Dawn. It is ridiculous. Oh my God. I'm kind of like looking in the mirror like, Oh my god. The flat stomach in the mirror. It's too much. My back's breaking. I'm collapsing. <laughs> it's too much. It's insane. Mm. Well, I hope but it yeah, comes how quickly. Are you? Oh, so do I. Mm. Fucking joke, honestly. And endless pain. Being <laughs> endless pain. I've decided that. Endless a endless lifetime turmoil. of endless pain. Well, how are you? Um, I'm quite good, I think. Mm. Yeah, just, you know, enjoying... Just enjoying things, yeah. Yeah, making progress. Getting things done. Oh, stunning. Oh, actually, just before we get into things, I was just going to say, there is a book club Zoom video uploading right now on my laptop that I'm talking to Sophie as we speak. And I was going to say, maybe we should say, this is the best time to be joining book club because you get charged on the first and we're at the beginning of them. I haven't started this month's book, have you? No, it arrived yesterday and fucking hell, I love the cover. Stunning. It's and gorge. that is how we judge books <laughs> by covers how else do in we the judge least books? recommended Duh. way um the next term of book club the next three books basically we've got a fun summer planned um yeah they look really really fun um and there'll be a post on the instagram and blah 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 for you to have a look but i'm really excited and thank Same. you to everyone who's been joining and like having fun it's just been so nice to get to chat with everyone yeah, if you don't know what our book club is, we do a book a month. We chat in a Zoom. We all do. We do like a few Zoom sessions every month. People come along. We chat about the book. We read along together. Not in the Zoom. That'll be boring. <laughs> That's kind of everyone take a turn <laughs> to read a sentence. We just chat. We read. Well, for I a like month. that. It's so fun. I was begging people to read little excerpts in the. Oh last no, I Zoom love it when people it was read. But it's me big ASMR vibes. I love that, but it's my. It was always in my worst no, yeah. fucking nightmare at school. Reading like, aloud. Let's go around the room and we all take a paragraph yeah. each. It's like okay, so everyone else will read their paragraph in. 
the two minute allotted time for why is it taking me 17 minutes because i'm going oh the, my the, god the the the, 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 the. Like suddenly there is there's no saliva oh, in my like painful. where did i'm the sahara desert so don't worry it's, it's anti-seminar vibes good in times club you can just come and chat with your well you can just come and sit with your fucking camera off that's absolutely perfect uh-huh but we've chosen really great books for the next three months so mm-hmm. come along maybe even romantic books who knows i think they are no, they are, yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I was like, they look like they are. <laughs> yeah, From the blurb. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. What's your favourite romantic trope? Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but I know that there are certain ideas of things that I don't like. Yeah. As in, not like I don't like it because, oh my God, it's so violent. It's like selling the wrong idea or a romance and, oh my God, it's so heteronormative and blah, blah, blah. Not like real criticisms. But it just doesn't get you in the heart. It's not getting me. And not only is it not getting me, it's probably infuriating me. Agreed. You know when it's like, it's not hitting. It's so not hitting yeah. that it's actually making me sick. Like what? Can I tell you one? A 100%. This is not a book. This is an example, I think, of this to me, this character, this whole vibe is the epitome of problematic. <laughs> I'm smiling. Why am I like... smiling? I'm loving it. Go on. <laughs> you are on the edge of your seat. The epitome of um, problematic character. I'm in. Tell me. Yeah. Right. Now I'm going to cast your minds back, guys, to Gossip Girl. Oh, why and is this something I haven't, I haven't watched? <laughs> oh, no. What? You'll get it. You'll get yeah. it anyway. You'll get it. It's a huge pop culture. Rubber. You'll know it. Yeah. This was years ago, and actually, I haven't checked up on this. I haven't since watched this scene or anything. Um, so I could be, you know, slightly butchering it. As I said, this is not a factual podcast. Mm. This is a podcast of lies. <laughs> um, this is a podcast of just, like, general vibes of something <laughs> rather than, like, a succinct summary. Anything concrete? <laughs> yeah. Um, I went into Gossip Girl being sold the dream of chuck bass ed westwick right See, this is where you've lost me already you don't know who that I is. Never, i've seen photos of him around tumblr okay. back no i do but i saw photos of him back on tumblr in the day right wasn't a fan even okay well don't even the vibe. don't my punch but yeah so oh, sorry. <laughs> chuck bass everyone's saying oh my god he's the guy he's the one to watch he's the rising mm. star he's <laughs> the hottie yeah um kind of hold your hold your hold on to your hats <laughs> ladies like just trap yourself in yeah you're in for a treat you're in this is going to be an enjoyable ride for you okay so just enjoy it just enjoy it enjoy the chuck bass ride cut to i don't know if it's the first episode but i think it might be he is sexually assaulting cindy lou who taylor momson yeah um who she played jenny he is they're on like a roof or something he's all over her she's like trying to get away uh, blah 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 and i thought this guy this guy yeah this guy this is the guy question mark question mark question mark question Mm. mark i must have my knickers in a twist here i must (laughs) i must be mistaken this can't be right yeah and then cut to like he's got seasons on and off with later meester and it is that guy but the and a lot of people someone actually said a lot of people were saying similar things on the Instagram when we about posted about this topic. About this general vibe. Someone said the worst trope is the, like, um, quotation, arsehole to boyfriend, e.g. Damon Salvatore 
Is that how you say it? Etc. No, Fuck me up real is. good. They said Damon, Stefan, and Damon. I think oh, that's from God. what's that called? Um, that show that I always call it. Teen Not Pretty Wolf, Little Liars, but it's called it is Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Teen um, Wolf. Same vibe. I was going to say True. Blood, I'm sure Dylan O'Brien's doing something fucked up in that. Like everyone's oh, just doing fucked up things. Yeah, um, pretty, even Pretty Little Liars. It's like the amount that I romanticize Ezra, 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 who's my sc- who's my fucking screensaver right. on my little um, taco light phone back in the day. Yeah, paedophile. Also, okay. hanging out in the student union and then you're shocked that a student <laughs> wants to... Like, <laughs> was it the what? student union? It was a bar, wasn't it? A bar, like in the, in the university town. It's like, I don't yeah. see my tutors from Sussex hanging around fucking... No, they're not uni students. They're like high school students. Oh, oh yeah, they're of course, of course. They're at school. Yeah, she's like sixteen. Oh, that's yeah, so fucked up. And then how he, he goes out like, saying, "I want to be a writer," and he's like, "God, you are just not like other girls." Oh, and I internalise, I will become Aria from this moment. I will live as Aria because I just love. And it. a baby named Boom happened. I think everyone else was like, "Yeah, my, not only will I become Aria, my daughter will become, become Aria, and my and other son will become Ezra." I used to think Ezra was the most stunning Gross. name, the most stunning man. I was just like, Ezra, Ezra Fitz, Ezra. love him. Is that a cute girl's name, Ezra? I actually don't want to discuss baby names anymore i remember once i told you the only baby name that i liked for a boy and you said it was chavi and now i can't use it <laughs> no i love that name i always think that's really My cute because i've always thought that because i've always thought i'd quite love a girl called juliet and then i thought don't give you away don't yours say now, but... it okay we'll let the cut that no out that's fine i'm not using it anyway unless everyone else tells me that's a cute name but anyway anyway we'll cut it if you don't want it i think there. it's cute but I think you compared it to like a David Beckham I love it. thing. Exactly. That you think of Romeo Beckham, but I See, do think I it's don't. really stunning. I think of like dead Romeo Montague. <laughs> dead Shakespearean <laughs> boy. Yeah. <laughs> you think of... Um... I think of something somehow even worse. <laughs> no, no. I think uh... it's so stunning. And I was thinking then if I have a little girl called Juliet, so stunning. Are we going to sh- we're going to ship them? <laughs> We're going to start the problematic. And they call, they're called Romeo and Juliet. Oh my God. But I like Juliet with a T-T-E, so it isn't actually the Shakespeare. Yeah, that's spelling, what I was thinking. Cute. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it would be cute. Anyway. Well, that is my my issue, is essentially a rapist who's made out to be hot, mm-hmm. which for some reason is the crux, if you will, of pop culture. It really is. Because I just couldn't believe... I get, like, I get character development. I get someone having an art yeah but i don't want them to develop but being from introduced b- to someone <laughs> from a rapist exactly it's like he had amazing it's development from criminal to boyfriend like, to no. like someone not that bad it's like jesus christ it's like terrible character development needs to start from we don't really know them maybe he's rude to a waiter and then we see why he's had this troubled past blah, blah, blah. it's not he rapes someone Do you know what else is interesting about that mm. is that i feel like most people i remember having conversations with my friends about it being like Wait, Chuck, like, guys, I'm confused. You were selling me Chuck. Yeah. But I've just watched him attack Taylor Momsen. And they were like, oh my God, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And I feel like we are a bit... I mean, there's a new... The Gossip Girl reboot is out. I feel like we're enough past Gossip Girl. Mm. I mean, it is iconic. But I feel like it mostly now... Well, not maybe not mostly, but it really lives in people's memories. But I feel like what people mostly remember is that Jenny, Taylor Momsen, was really fucking annoying. Not that Chuck sexually assaulted her. How funny is that? That that's what sticks in our mind is like, God, that bitch, get out of my face. Like, annoying girl. And we're so quick to forget that Chuck is... (laughs) I mean, guys, don't make me say it. 
God, maybe I need to watch this. Because also, what was Dan's vibe? Because I remember I was always sold the idea of Dan. I think people that watched it would be like, you would like Dan. You would like Dan. And now I know he's Joe right. from you. Well, they, they tried to make him out. Yeah, they tried to make him out like he's like somehow living on the poverty line. But he's living in a huge like penthouse in oh New York City. Goodness. With Taylor Momsen. Is that's it? his sister, I think. Anyway. Oh, stunning family. Yeah, Cindy Lou Who. And then the dad ends up, oh, look, well, let's not get into it. You can just watch it for yourselves. I'd love to know what the dad did, though. Just you know quickly. Sebastian Stan's in Gossip Girl? Is he? Yeah. He confuses me, Sebastian Stan. I have always heard so much from Wing about Sebastian Stan, Sebastian Stan, he's the man, he's the man. I see a video <laughs> that pops up on my Instagram, and I was like, who is this guy hanging out with fucking Marianne from Normal People? Who is this fucking guy? Mm-hmm. He does not look... He doesn't catch my eye, I'll say. Um, <laughs> underneath his name, in the caption says, Marianne, whatever the actress's name is, and I see the name, Sebastian Stan. And I, th- mm-hmm. and I hear him talking, and I look at his face, and I think, this can't be the guy. This cannot be the guy. She literally sent me voice notes being like, this man is so repulsive, there's something <laughs> biologically repulsing me away from him. I don't <laughs> Which I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> I'm quite glad it's we're not fighting for him. But at the same time, I'll explain. I mean, you were repulsed. I've never heard anything like it. I, I think, you know how people discuss like pheromones of like, oh yeah, so my pheromones just match mm-hmm. his or like, oh, like there's something about his smell that just, it just isn't vibing with me. I think his face mm-hmm. is, is pheromonally bad with my vibe. <laughs> I don't know. There's That's something fine. that is rep- repellent to me. I want <laughs> to watch the so movie horrible. Monday with you. I think that's him in his prime. In what? Is him in Monday. Monday. Which, that film I remember agree. I got to watch the trailer. Also, I think also... <laughs> You're like licking that woman's face. All I've ever seen from him is this fresh film that's come out. Him... I, Tonya, you saw him in. He's in he I, Tonya. Um, Jeff. Yeah, we've had this conversation many a time. Oh, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. But I, I don't want to bore you with something that is already living in the back of your brain. Also, I don't think I really remember Let that anything sink in. from I, Tonya. It was I one really of my favourite films. I know. I did like it, but I, I feel like I, I don't remember anything from it. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So I loved it. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Okay, somebody said... Um, somebody, I'm just going to quickly say this one. The fem- someone said, the feminist in me screams, but the hopeless romantic Stunning. is obsessed. And I'm not even going to go into that. I just love it. Isn't that think, us all? Just like, why do I like summer, it? But it I'm annoyed that I like it. Mm-hmm. Or just like annoying, but also good. Like sometimes maybe good, yeah. sometimes maybe shit. Okay. This person said, in so many romance books, the women are not developed characters at all. Yeah. And we did speak about this... We've probably spoken about this a hundred times, but kind of like how Bella is Bella Goth is. Oh, not Bella Goth. I do this every time. But also Bella Goth. <laughs> She's it's because Bella Goth is the iconic Bella to me. I'm yeah. such a fucking idiot. Sorry, Bella Swan. I meant Bella Swan. I think I did that in book club. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. Was that where I did that? Yeah. yeah. But it's just just because I said I do this all the time, and they're probably listening, thinking I've never heard you do that before. <laughs> um. Yeah, Bella Swan is just like blank slate for you to project onto, blah, blah, blah. But I was going to ask you about your favourite universe, the Harry Potter universe. Fun. And I how... didn't know which one you were going to do that. And I was like, it's going to yeah. be Katniss. And I'm going to be like, she's not a blank slate. She's a feminist icon. <laughs> <laughs> your favourite universe, Star Wars. <laughs> um, Hermione yeah. is obviously a pretty well-developed Oof. character. And I feel like that, makes a really interesting vehicle for people to explore the Draco and Hermione romance. And I also know that you love Draco. And I would just... But not with Hermione. But not with Hermione, with you. <laughs> I would just love <laughs> to me. invite you to talk about that for a sec. I accept the invitation. I will be in attendance Good. at the conversation. You're cordially invited. What would you uh-huh. like me to say about it, Draco? I just want you to speak from the heart. <laughs> so, I would say one of the best... I'll speak from the heart... One of the best mm-hmm. romantic tropes, we've already yes. mentioned a, the classic couple, Romeo and Juliet, mm. is, I would say, forbidden love. Like, the idea of you're on opposing Ooh. teams also would be called, like, a rival to lovers in the enemy to yeah. lovers category. But, like, forbidden, yeah. you're on, you're Gryffindor, you're Slytherin. Oh, i in. <laughs> you cannot be together. Like, there are the laws of your world mean that you are not compatible. Mm-hmm. But... However... However... There's something going I mean, on that breaks the forces <laughs> of your world apart. Uh-huh. And that's what I love. That is, that's mm-hmm. my, my trope. Like, I do think it crosses in with enemies to lovers, which is just fucking great. Yeah. But like that forbidden, like your family forbid it. Oh, wow. <laughs> your house forbid it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Suddenly nice. it's heating up in here. But yeah, I fucking love You know what you're that. reminding me of when you were saying that? Um, your house will disappear. Your name will disappear. <laughs> All memory of you will disappear. And then she walks away. What is that? You know what that is? Yeah, it's Sansa. No spoilers, but it's Sansa's, oh one of Sansa's God. best moments. Yeah, so yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Your house to think who was will that? disappear. It's so good. <sighs> yeah, so you're quite loving the rival vibe with Draco. I love rivals, but like I don't love kind of rivals with no stakes like you're kind of both competing for a thing and you fall in love no i need Mm -hmm. it to be like your worlds will not allow this love like Uh you will break apart everything else in your life 
for what this love. What about when the stakes are low? I'll give you an example. Yeah. Because I think this is the hottest thing ever. When Jim and Pam... Ooh, mamma mia. Do you know, do you know <laughs> really what I'm going to say? I just... The names Jim and Pam send shivers down my spine. <laughs> Jim and Pam from the office is a bit where I think it's something about the printer. Like she wants new chairs and he wants the printer or something. Yeah, and then and he, the episode the is end, called Surplus. <laughs> there we go. And at the end, he comes up to her and he's like, he's like, give me four of these copies or whatever. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's mm. like, just kidding. And then they kiss and he's like, I want five or something. I don't know that, but guys, you have to watch it. But anyway, I think it's the hottest they've ever been. <laughs> really? <laughs> Apart from when before they're together, yeah. But I think that's um, kind of rivals because they're on opposing teams. It's a bit of a competition vibes. But also, they're also the hottest when it's like forbidden. I guess she's with somebody else. But it's it's friend. It's classic friends to lovers. I don't. Which I would say is one of my worst um, tropes because I just almost feel like where like yeah get where are the stakes right like there's not much angst like the only thing you're risking is the friendship and the friendship is a lie anyway because it's just romance <laughs> <laughs> like jim yeah. and pam aren't actually friends the whole time they just so true each other. so true but i i fucking love i think their best is um is is literally that moment where he drives back from he's like interviewing in new in like i think it's new york with karen and he just drives back in and he says like pam are you free later and she's just like smiling oh, at the camera so and he leaves and she's like she, it just ends and she goes what was the question oh, she's got tears and in her cuts. eyes it's just like, that was a perfect perfect moment. performance from her, her yeah. acting yeah perfect performance um yeah. but you quite like yeah. something um that you're not allowed do you remember once in i think this is a really old episode we were talking about how i mean just generally i guess people grow up with shame around sex maybe specifically young women grow up around grow up with a lot of shame around sex maybe even with religion you grow up around with a lot of fucking hell you grow up with a lot of shame around sex Mm. and something being forbidden um plays into that there's i remember studying at uni i've probably said this on the podcast before because i just think it's a perfect point from someone Mm -hmm. else not from me but i can't credit them because it was like a uni paper and i don't know their name but they were talking Mm -hmm. about um like the idea of rape fantasies trigger warning should have said trigger warning before remember we well we well we had the whole oh episode called rape brand is from that exact thing yeah um but it's like that's what i was basically this is the whole i was pushing you into yeah it's just highly common with like um (laughs) with like religious communities apparently according to this academic essay that you would have like rape fantasies because it would allow you to feel sexual desire without owning it because it's ha- something that's happening to you rather than something you're desiring not mm-hmm. saying that people want to get raped it's saying that rape fantasies as a thing yes are more common Come on, we're all smart here which i think is absolutely fascinating because it it just takes away all of your um i didn't really feel any desire mm-hmm. it was rape it wasn't sex and also the idea that sex is something or wanting sex is something that you could be blamed for basically like women just aren't allowed to ever admit to wanting sex yeah yeah but yeah also there's such a huge industry selling women sex in a very specific way well it's the male gaze way it's you're allowed to want sex if it is perfectly fit for men really yeah but also in in a really there's a real like women's industry of like 50 shades of gray and like even twilight like do you know what so i mean true. Like, but that's like even the love that like the, the so the romantic or sexual 
books that are for mm. women or like even if you take it to the level of like the porn that is made mm. for women and we've slagged off a female porn website in the past but i think we're both not the biggest fans of porn as a concept uh even the execution of porn is pretty poor um but like ones that are made specifically for women whenever i have like looked and been like intrigued like the day that when me and wing sat down on the sofa and watched porn for t- i think it was like six well, like hours, one minute it was 10 a.m together, the just... next minute it's 4 p.m how does that work <laughs> Because we were so intrigued. And this was like a female empowering porn website. Not intrigued. We were determined uh, to find some good content. Determined to find something that was empowering. Every single... Why, when this is labelled as a women's empowering porn website, am I just seeing women get choked, fake orgasms, basically get fucking beaten up by this gigantic kind of dick that's just like slamming into their vagina? They haven't even like looked at a clit in this whole time. I mean, where is the empowerment here? I'm so sorry, but I'm not seeing any. And then if you trace that, if you go back, back, back to like the smaller scales of porn that women are offered, i.e. 50 Shades of Grey, even smaller, Twilight. I think there's one sex scene in that where she says, (laughs) she says, um, how are we ever going to get anything done? Um, And Uh. I just think (laughs) it's so disgusting. I see. And then he's like, Alison's. Um, Jasper didn't, or like Rosalie and Emmett didn't leave the house for like months. It's like, oh, you're making what me sick, hell? mate. What the hell? <laughs> still God. Team Jasper. Um, but it's like, it's still this weird kind of sex where it's like, like, it's all about like the male validation of this. Like, it's, it's so violent. Like, oh, I'm just, I don't see much empowerment there in the options that women are given anyway. Mm. I think even just the industry more so. To me, it's not even... There's an issue with the content, yeah. I don't have an issue with choking. I actually quite love it. But I think it's more so even about who really is getting exploited there. Who is making at least financial gain there? I doubt it's the woman. In fact, I know for a fact it's not the woman. It will be the man behind the camera. And beyond that, it's going to be the man running the organisation. Which it is. As in these organizations are run by men yeah and beyond that even when they're run by women with it all like the optics of it all by like real like gender hating women yeah do you know what i mean you know when it's like pick me pick me it's like all right you run you don't have to go and run a porn company just because you wanted men to like you jesus (laughs) it's a very convoluted way of saying i'm not like other girls yeah by hurting all the other girls but it's so uh, it's too i can't be bothered it's so complex it's so complex I just find it fascinating because it's like, oh, I don't, what yeah, do you... I don't know. No, go on. No, I don't even want to go there. I can't be bothered. Let's go in. Like, let's be bothered <laughs> for a second. For a second a of our lives, ridiculous let's thing just to be bothered. Mid-recording. <laughs> I can't be bothered. I was going to say about the, I was going to say about the Pamela Anderson. Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy. and I haven't seen a classic Sebastian Stan content. It is Sebastian Not Stan, interested. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, so, you know, there's no, like clear public consent from her and really like from the people who have made the show including lily james and sebastian stan but also like the actual creators of the show are very much um saying it's from the side of like justifying her story like bringing light to her and showing her in a very compassionate light and basically doing it for not for pamela like they're doing something for her but as in they're doing it in favor of her they're showing all the ways that she's been exploited and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But the criticism of that is that without her consent, this show just becomes another 
public exploitation of Pamela Anderson. Yeah. So I can't look, we can't get into it, but it is what it is. Something to think about, hey? I've never seen it, so I have no thoughts, but I mean sounds complex. I really interesting. Love her. She did a lot like that she was really her ridicule doesn't even cut it but like she knew that she was being made out she knew that her public persona was this dumb fucking bitch who can't do anything and she would continue to work as in like continue to go on like late night shows and and whatever to get to talk about things that she was passionate about i.e like animal rights she made that exchange consciously went through this transaction of like being taken the piss out of and knowing that she's going to be ridiculed just so she could use her platform for things that she cared about which i think is obviously insanely amazing really cool yeah really yeah, cool really cool so anyway <laughs> stunning okay i love this point this person said i feel like the male romantic interests brackets mostly don't care enough or care a creepy amount and Ooh, what an amazing point more often than not the creepy amount but do you think but then it's also they don't care well this is why I, I just said to Steffi, we're going to get into dating because I feel like we set a precedent in pop culture where you have to, I know we've spoken about this before, but you have to appear so nonchalant that it's like you're basically a zombie on a date with someone. Like, I've never seen people try to look like they could care less. Yeah. But it's like you've spent six weeks talking to someone every day. Is that not a bit strange to not care? Like, would, would that not be weird if you didn't care, for example? Um... I just think it's a really interesting, like, spectrum of they either don't care, like, they don't give a shit about you, which is somehow romantic, or they're stalking you. Yeah, and I think that's... Is that... Was that point saying that it was in real life or in fiction? Which, um, like, in general? I think they're saying... Yeah, uh, I think they're saying in fiction and like in pop culture i feel like the the male romantic interests don't care enough or care a creepy amount and i'm saying agreed and it's also reflected then in real life yeah because i think in fiction it would be more common that it's like they care a creepy too much amount it's almost like it's all rooted in possession and what's labeled as like the perfect romance would be one almost where he is kind of courting the woman into this aim of like mm. owning her possessing her and then it's all about kind of jealousy her honor and things like that um and then in real life what's reflected is a woman is in the dating that i see around the fucking internet in my life i see it around is that more often than not women are so fucking I guess the word I hate to say it is fucking desperate for male validation is that they pretend that they are also unbothered that they have to act like this kind of laid back woman that is like the cool girl being courted by um equally desperate but kind of obsessed men but what actually is happening is then both people pretend not to give a shit and it's this weird kind of stagnant stunted thing where people are like what do you want oh i'm just i don't really know what i want i'm just kind of seeing where things go it's like no you you don't you really like them you've been seeing them for like three fucking months Mm -hmm. say what you want also i was thinking this the other day even if you don't want something more that doesn't mean that the only alternative Mm -hmm. is being treated like shit 
those aren't the two options it's not exactly. oh we have no ties and and blah 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 but i'm also having terrible sex and being treated like shit and being taken for a mug or i've told him i want a commitment those aren't the two do you know what i mean you can get you can have no, something casual not and, at all um fun for you as well or like you can have something casual that isn't making you doubt yourself well i think that's the fucking goal like that's it, it also in our book club i hate that we're talking about fucking book club again but there was an amazing well i actually love it because it's great but you should join we've said enough <laughs> um there was a quote in what in the book that we read last month the book was trick mirror and there was a quote that said that um it was said all of this stuff but one the most happy group oh, yeah. in society is married men and the least happy group is married women that yeah, says it all that crazy. kind of says it's quite a lot in a statement it's alarming that it's like actually this answer of being kind of in a relationship being married or partnered up isn't actually going to eat like um it's not the only route why have we been sold this it's one not going to equate in an equal level of happiness the man will benefit from that far more from the women in heteronormative relationships goes without saying generally um and we know about the orgasm gap blah 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 we know it but there's also just like the fucking love gap that it's like you are not benefiting from this love as much as men are you're just not so i find it fascinating Mm. so i think there's definitely you know what i was oh no no go no no go go you said I find it fascinating. There's so definitely... I just think there's definitely kind of room to. Well, there's more than enough. The whole fucking spectrum is that world in between being single and getting exactly what you want. The whole the whole fucking aim of this life, I think, is to have as much fun, have a great life, be true to yourself, experience amazing things. Why is it about getting this like? as soon as i'm working getting somebody else's ideas somebody else's ideas of happiness are not necessarily yours i find it mental i actually find it um sad incredibly incredibly sad that like the majority of women have been sold this lie that they are working towards persuading a man like acting laid back enough that a man might bless them with their t- their attention mm-hmm. no fuck that you can Remember have that thing that was like men oh i'm so laid back i'm not like other girls i'm so laid back um and it's like you're essentially saying i don't i will not hold you accountable <laughs> um i was gonna say i was gonna say when you were talking about in fiction men are like really possessive mm. i was thinking of edward oh. and i was thinking about how at the beginning he does both like he goes from doesn't give a shit about her he's like oh my god stinky i'm not sitting next to you like fuck this bitch she's repi- he's he's like get repulsed. this stinky bitch away from me what the fuck he's <laughs> <a fan laughs> like, on him and he gags <laughs> it's so rude it's so rude and he's they both want to like switch classrooms how embarrassing is that also like new school that's the worst bit of that the worst bit of that is when she walks into like the principal's office and he's like let me change classes it's like that's embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad um but he does both he goes from like i can't even i'm not even going to talk to you he goes from literally I i'm not even gonna bother to talk to this girl which is somehow romantic because it's so it's oh my god it's so passionate it's yeah. so heightened angst and oh my city. goodness it's everything yeah so much angst to literally yeah owning this woman you're my own personal brand and turning her, her into a mutant <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy it's insane 
it's so it funny like i think the reason twilight comes up so much in not only our conversation but like these conversations about like our generation's understanding of it's romance, too iconic it's just because it is the epitome it's also got the the trope the love triangle which is yeah the fucking trope be all and end all it's just the best it is the best because it also it immediately places interestingly it places mm. the woman in a position of choice which i feel like is rare fucking rare 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 but i love that because it's like even though bella swan is this blank slate it's kind of done on purpose that she's got no personality because it's like she immediately just becomes you and mm-hmm. you get to this have this choice team edward team jacob who would you choose but, but also you also are just an, ob- an object of thing. desire yeah yeah it frames the whole thing through a lens of jealousy there's always a boy being jealous of you of, of the other one possessive and then also you can see that in fucking Hunger Games, like the Team Peter, Team Gale thing. And mm-hmm. I fucking love that one. But I am so, 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 so far Team Peter because of the angst, because it's that like forced, um, forced like proximity almost in the games. Ah, screaming so hot, so fun. Um, but I hate Gail because it's it's just such a jealous vibe and it's like I just think that is great that is I'm team cringe. Miley all the way <laughs> <laughs> lost my point and just Gail is cringe <laughs> you prefer a Baker vibe but basically it root- that was my point that it roots <laughs> romance it teaches young girls that the hottest thing a boy could be is like jealous and angry it's so true so true because it because um it's like he can't move for desire for you. Yeah. It's like the, his only personality trait is being obsessed with yeah. you. I mean, doesn't get better than that. But that's so, it's so ridiculous because it, like then, then you get it's fucking in, it's Joe so from ridiculous. you. You get yes. this terrifying man that mm. it, it's like, what does it actually look like for someone to be obsessed with you? It looks fucking scary. It's not fucking romantic. If someone... No, it's not fun. If, if you've actually got the it's equivalent not of just girly things. Edward who is oh or any any of the fucking he wants to, he suck, wants your to suck your blood <laughs> he's terrifying <laughs> but it's like the the equivalent in real life of that is the guy that doesn't speak to you in class then all of a sudden switches and is obsessed with you won't leave you alone Shoots showing up, up at your house you're walking home alone you've got a creepy situation but you can fucking handle it as you've handled it your whole life suddenly a guy comes out and is fucking like maserati <laughs> fucking get in bella it's like wait what's going on <laughs> put your seatbelt on <laughs> so what's it's going so on? bad you know what i find interesting about mm. you joe from you mm is that oh god we're back to gossip girl um is pen is it pen, pen badgley maybe i don't know pen badgley well mm. this guy pen anyway <laughs> i've heard him speak in a few interviews saying things like people asking about like oh how do you feel about like your character being Psychopath. um like sexualized <laughs> like <laughs> like how do you feel about your character being oh, desired by like yeah like by these young women predominantly and he's like i i don't know like i've seen a few things about it where he basically i don't i don't want to like make him come across in this <laughs> as if like he's he's gonna he's gonna send a cease and desist but like <laughs> he's a <like>, wing <laughs> presented me unfair i just i don't want to like <laughs> i don't want to present him wrong i don't want to be unfair but i got the gist from my tiny knowledge that he was kind of saying like yeah it's 
really wrong and like weird that these like these people need help basically if they find me attractive they need help blah 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 and almost like in a, in a slightly condescending well, exactly and i almost felt a bit like come on pen you're a smart man like you know what you've you do know your participation you know what this is about you do it's a bigger conversation if they wanted it to be a creep they would have cast it's not creep. about like um women have That's poor sense show. of judgment and women are so hysterical when they find someone attractive and women are do you know what i mean i'm not saying he was saying that, that but so, you get what i mean i'm gonna cast pen in a fucking bad light no don't <laughs> don't because i'm i'm really minimizing i'm being very reductive that was definitely not his full view and i'm sure if he was sat here god would have an amazing chat i'd oh, love to wait. pen pen down anytime come <laughs> on in pen feel um, free the door but is i open. think it's not about all of these things like i feel like with 50 shades of gray with twilight whatever it's the it's always the audience of young women that is ridiculed even with one direction it's the audience of young women that are somehow in the wrong not the men in suits in fucking business meetings that set up this media for them Mm. it 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 was it was designed with it's by design that these young women are obsessed or whatever Mm -hmm. with this thing it's by design yeah it's not their fucking fault but also it's really fucking simple it's really simple in the thing of you've created this show where a fit guy is acting like the perfect boyfriend in order to manipulate and trick this woman Mm. i'm talking kind of about the first season but i guess the second as well until the the twist um but it's all it's like he's performing oh i've got you fucking croissants in the morning here we go i'm going on this amazing walk he's saying all the right things he works in a bookshop it's this stunning guy Mm. and then it's like why do people fancy him he's a psychopath it's like no but the whole point of the show is that that he's he's manipulating this woman by performing perfection to her like it's it's very very female gazy the way we see him until it's twisted round coincidence that he's obsessed with books exactly like he's, he's been reading the exact yeah. women written oh, men yeah. he's been studying these men that have been written by women yeah that's a great point thank you yeah but i think it's the it's the woman's idea of the perfect yeah. man is this guy that works totally. in a bookshop it's just like yeah that's why people fucking fancy mm. him and then of course there's added layer that he's a psychopath and then it's like but oh, it's just like yeah of course yeah. we do <laughs> That's the whole point of the fucking show, Pen. Read the script. Interesting, hey? <laughs> also, like, when someone is, like, a bit nice or, like, a bit different, it's like, he was written by a woman. It's like, <laughs> Harry Styles yeah. is just a human being like the rest of us, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I like this one. Someone said, show more positive breakups without all the revenge body stuff. Mm. And I think oh breakups God, are yeah. something that is so not represented in, like, a healthy way. Represented full stop, but not represented yeah. in, like, any... Real in a way. real way yeah mm, i mean lot. revenge body as a concept a i mean you can just gauge what we think on that already oh. as just what the fuck the saddest fucking mm. thing that women are told to do it's kind of interesting how we again i feel like it comes with the shame around like admitting that you care yeah or admitting that you've been invested in something i feel like even though we don't talk enough about any breakups we don't talk enough about like friendship breakups but i feel like there's less shame in talking about friendship breakups sometimes because 
you can admit that you care a little bit more freely yeah because you're expected to care about a friend that you've been friends with for yeah. a long time or whatever you've you've had a really close relationship with someone we can somehow understand how that works but when a relationship breaks down a romantic relationship breaks down or just a sexual relationship breaks down you're supposed to be i'm clicking my fingers here but you're supposed to be like snap and over it by next week and it's all about and winning and losing as well it's about who is doing mm. better there's a comparison who's upgrading who's downgrading yeah who who's blah, kind blah, of blah. living their life who's moved on quicker who is wallowing longer it's all about and None that's of the concept of a, of a revenge body it's wanting to like beat the other person at the breakup it's like mm. you've heard that they are now seeing someone new and you now need to have a fucking six pack one up them. it's just like this is it, first of all it's not gonna fucking work they're not gonna Cruel feel, they're not gonna feel everyone sh- they're not gonna feel fucking shit about it it's the dumbest idea anyway but two it's the fucking saddest idea it's like i mean they might i don't i just don't think it works as a thing like it like it is a as a concept of like it's fucking awful no, it's agree. patriarchal pa- patriarchal but it's almost like god we're dumb if we think people give a shit about that kind of thing it's like you post a picture on instagram of you you've been in the gym all day like trying to get this body it's like if anything it just gives a sad message i think is well exactly even if they're even if they are sad when they see you and they they think that you're thriving it is just ultimately more sad for you if your life now revolves around a concept of revenge rather than just getting whatever you wanted that you weren't previously getting in the relationship you're 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 sad because something broke down but it's also just the whole thing of rejection which is why it's Mm. difficult with anything like a friendship literally a job ending any of these things Mm. it's like the ending of anything is sad but again with the romantic thing you're supposed to be so nonchalant about the whole thing throughout that you when have you ever been honest throughout the whole time you're only supposed to be honest if it's this reciprocated love that's like i can only show my true feelings if i know that they said they loved me as well if and at best they said it first like they said it first it's like what is this why can't you just say when you like someone when you love someone when you don't love someone anymore when you feel it it doesn't have to be reciprocated it doesn't have to be um matched oh well he's um got over me quicker than i have doesn't fucking matter he's not in your life anymore mm-hmm. doesn't it literally makes so difference. how do you know you don't have a literally clue. how do you know you don't, you don't know. have a clue you don't know and it's all a performance mm. it's all a performance of it's, shit. it's performance of like chill chillness mm. it's like oh i don't give a shit it's i'm a chill girl i'm a chill you're not <laughs> sorry you're not <laughs> No one is. What is that? I don't want any kind of love or relationship. But is that not that's sad? Chill. Oh, you're so chilled that you've just spent like a year with someone and now you suddenly don't. Is that not sad? You're so chilled that you don't give like, a shit about any relationship that you have. Okay, so you're sad then. I'm not hearing chilled. I'm hearing like miserable and lonely. Where's the passion? You're so chilled that if you and your friends were to not be friends tomorrow, you just wouldn't care and you'd be perfect. You're not no. chilled. You're I want anything that <laughs> I like to be like, loved with my love heart. and exactly and also love and like true relationships are about investment of your emotions that just is what it is like you you have to be vulnerable there is vulnerability in losing and winning if we're going to use that terminology in relationships because where are the stakes the only way to get something real exactly the only way to get something real is to actually give something real to risk something and if you're too scared to give anything real because you're too embarrassed you will get nothing real back Mm -hmm. And this is why 
for example if we bring it back to just literally romance tropes for some reason friends to lovers seems to have no fucking stakes whereas enemies to lovers has all the fucking stakes in the world because you're risking something you're putting Mm. yourself out there you're risking it all for this like to be present in how you feel it's powerful Mm. Mm. i think the worst thing you can do is be dishonest with yourself about how you're feeling and that's what i see more Mm. than anything in like modern dating is people just like literally lying through their teeth in order to seem like oh i don't really give a shit i don't really care like i'm just chill i'm just chill you're not it's fine but also people lying through their teeth in the sense of like if the crux of our society is Mm. the disney classic like love story life Mm. it's it's not a coincidence that we see so many people feeling like the amount of messages we get where people are like i'm 20 and i've never had a boyfriend is there something wrong with me i'm i'm blah 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 like i've never i've never had a boyfriend i've never done this like i've never kissed somebody like is there something wrong with me there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you there's everything right with you there's everything right with you there's there's something wrong with society but yeah what you are or are not doing it's fine just living by like a a weird false construct of what happiness or success looks like in relationships across anything in your life is never going to work the slipper does not fit you sorry it's a lie it's literally a lie it's a lie that's been constructed over years and years this weird like stop trying to fit this square narrative of what life should be over your circle of a life like this glass slipper is doesn't fit it's not right also it's gendered it is so gendered as if as fucking if boys are there well the the groups of boys like is it so if we put it the parallel if as fucking if there's a a a podcast owned by two guys our age that are getting dms from um boys being like i haven't had a girlfriend i'm 20 no they're not fucking getting no but they are they are saying um i've never had sex with a girl definitely because it's because it's all about there's an emphasis on sexuality because power comes from like that owning women yeah. through sex and and the power being desired women by women from being desired by men but i don't think it's mm-hmm. necessarily by being desired by women it's by like almost conquering women of like i fucked this many exactly girls. yeah whereas a, for a girl yeah. society is telling women and girls that the biggest honor you can have is be chosen by one you man. need to be validated but that man feels incredibly jealous of all the other men that fancy you but you have given yourself fully to one man but for a man it's just like let's rack up the numbers well let's just have some fun basically oh my god so true so true just basically men are allowed to have fun lives women are told to have boring lives yeah and everyone is told to have an empty life that is all a performance of what you can show or put into a box for other people (sighs) soundbite maybe that's a reel (laughs) we'll see (laughs) we've been looking for reels cool all right well i hope everyone's feeling furious i feel i hope everyone's feeling empowered i think if if i've got one message to say about like dating to like young people or any people that are fucking listening it's just like take the pressure out out of it like take the time Mm. limits out of it take all of the fucking how you should be performing societally in dating and romance in that arena right now and just actually think what do you want to do because otherwise Mm -hmm. if you don't do what you want to do you're gonna wake up fucking married as a 55 year old woman and think i never had any fucking fun in this life a half life just a cursed life 
but who, who would choose such to, a like you life? have 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 to listen to what you want or you're gonna fucking regret it you're gonna fucking regret it so just literally so do whatever true. you consensually want to do in this arena feel no pressure because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there is none agreed all right perfect um great well i hope you'll have a good day <laughs> what a podcast oh my god no i do hope everyone has a good day i hope everyone's just feeling like they just had like quite a fun invigorating chat yeah i feel invigorated yeah i feel invigorated i feel like i could just talk um talk about romance all day i'd love to just do more i know it is like just more of this it's just a pit isn't it it's like a bottomless pit of shit it's just layered i think the thing is it's just so layered it's like there's so much in that yeah literally dig more away oh fuck think we've reached the bottom no there's more Mm -hmm. there's more there's more endless yeah so fun all right well let's go then cool hope everyone's having a great day let's get out of here yeah thank you guys for listening thank you for being here if you don't hear from us assume the worst Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com